Hi, and welcome to episode 17 of the Gridirons of Europe podcast. My name is Andre, and with me as always, my co-host Asai. What's up, man? Hey, man. And on today's episode, we have a guest with us. It is running back and defensive back for the San Diego Rebellion. It's Melina Malexus. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Hi, guys. Did he pronounce your last name right? Malexus, yes. Yeah, he kind of does. 10 for 10, Andre, 10 for 10. <laughs> I've, I've, I've kind of become the pronunciation master of the show. I feel a lot of pressure right now. I'm not <laughs> allowed good. to pronounce names anymore. Oh, did you screw it <laughs> I up? I butchered a couple of names. Oh. Really bad. <laughs> yeah. I had to do a public apology and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> So we're going to start here. Just tell us a quick summary. Where did your football career start? Oh, wow. Which position? Well, I think it started when I was 15. It's hard to like remember exactly when I started, but around like 15, 16 years old. I remember we had a substitute in our English class in school, and he was from Ireland. And during that period, we were going through the theme sports. And if we were going through American football, rugby, and like all these classic sports in English-speaking countries. And at the end of this theme thing, we had to write an essay. And for some reason, I chose to write about football while everyone in my class was writing about hockey, soccer, um, basketball. I was like, I'm going to write about American football. Had never really like heard of it, but I was like, I'm going to do it. And I checked out if there was any teams in Sweden. I doubted that there were any, but I found one, Stockholm University, like two stations from where I lived. And one week after that, I tried out and now I'm stuck. (laughs) I started out (laughs) as a running back um, and that's mostly what I've been playing during all these years. Kind of lucky that you had Stockholm near you. Yeah, I really did. Because here in the south, there's like probably one team on a good day. On a good day. But no, that, that's a fascinating uh, origin to start playing football. A, right. a school project and then sort of just, yeah. oh, this this sounds fun. Then look looking into if there are any teams close, that's, that's kind of awesome. Right. I was like, it's kind of like destiny. Like it was supposed to happen and just came to me from nowhere and then I just started playing. Did you start also playing with the boys growing up? Yes, I did. So my first season, I played with boys in a U15 team. So that was my first season. And then I was old enough to like move up to the ladies team. When are you allowed to play with the ladies team? I think when you're around like 16 years old. Yeah, I think it's 16. Yeah. So you can still play, like, one more season with the boys or, like, in the youth team. But when you're, like, 19 or 20, you have to move up. Because um, it's, like, with the boys, like, after you 19 they go with their men's team. And it's the same thing with girls. They can choose if you want to play with the, like, youth teams or just go to the ladies' team directly when they turn 16. So you chose not to play... U17 and U19 with the boys. Yes. Understandable. Um, I would have. <laughs> I would have, but I'm like very tiny. <laughs> so 
I was like, I might get killed on the field <laughs> when these boys like grow up and become bigger and bigger. So I thought it was the smartest decision for me you to be able to play as long as possible. You weren't really interested in uh, dying on a football field, I, right? Right, right, yeah. Because <laughs> usually, like at U15 level, the girls are usually one year older just because of the rules. Yeah, so they can play one year extra if they want to. So I still remember Limham had a girl quarterback. She was yes. fast as hell. Yeah. And she was killing us until we grew up. And she stopped being faster than us. Yeah, right. That's when biology catches up. <laughs> yeah, poor thing. <clears throat> so what what made you take the decision to switch to Urubru instead? instead? Um, so there was one season when everything kind of died down in Stockholm with the ladies' team. Our head coach quit. And then for some reason, the rule is that all other coaches like have to quit too. And then there was no motivation for most of the team and many coaches in Sweden to actually like pick it up and try to save it all. So, I mean, we tried, we tried for a long time, but it wasn't enough. And then we had to switch teams, all of the players that were still in Stockholm. And some people chose Arlanda and some went to Örebro because the coach called some of us and was like, if you want to play, come over here. We can help you out, uh, which we appreci- appreciated. So that's kind of how some of us had to switch because there wasn't a team in Stockholm for that season. And then we just kind of like stuck there and kept Oh, I, I, I didn't realize that Stockholm actually didn't have a team for a year. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a lot of things going on behind the scenes and a lot of things that we try to fix and try to, like, really, like, it was almost like we were going through therapy with the team, like, trying to patch up everything and, like, save whatever was left. But it was hard. It was really hard. So we had to switch because we still wanted to play, me and many other players. So that's basically when we just switched and then we were stuck because we met a lot of awesome people and coaches that we wanted to like keep on playing for and the uniforms yeah the uniforms i (laughs) i can't lie they are really nice they are really nice it's a big sell yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah so 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 outside of the uniforms what was the biggest shift for you uh, going from the Mean Machines to the Black Knights? I mean, at first it really felt like a breath of fresh air. Like you really came to something new. It was new coaches with new knowledge and new insights on how to play and how you can evolve as a player. Um, A new team, new friends. It was mostly like the new thing that it was something else because me and some other girls had to like coach in Stockholm and try to like find sponsors, find coaches. We were, me and another girl named Tilda, um, shout out to her, Tilda Vizek. Me and her had to basically like coach the rookies and have practices for them. And we were like, imagine small kids like walking around with like the ball bag and 
stepovers and things to coach these rookies because we wanted to have a team there. And for us to like, just let go all of that and just be players and go to a new team where we have coaches, where there are players, we don't have to like fight for our lives to keep the team alive. Um, that was mostly why we wanted to be there and why we made that switch basically. So, so it really allowed you to focus more on your playing career than having to exactly. right. deal with all the outside stuff. Yeah. Because if you stayed in Stockholm, it sounds like you wouldn't have quit like a couple of years ago. Yeah. Loki, I cannot lie. I was, many of the coaches in Stockholm know this that I was coaching with at the time. I was literally having panic attacks and I was so stressed out because. I just wanted to play like I was like 17 years old wanting to play and I was not really getting much help so I was very close to quitting football to be honest I was very close um, but then switching to Örebro and actually being able to just play just be a player and just learn that that helped me stay here <laughs> be where I am today. I mean, for for someone who's what you said you started playing when you're you were fifteen, then yeah, but yeah. at seventeen, having a responsibility like that to help coaching and sponsorships and all of that—that's a lot of pressure on a seventeen-year-old. Yeah, don't you coach two different teams, Andre? Huh? Andre coaches two different teams and has oh. been doing that for like three years now. Oh wow! No, no. <laughs> no, no. Hey, I'm only coaching one team this year, actually. So, progress. <laughs> yeah, because he, he's playing three positions now <laughs> instead. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, maybe not. <laughs> Good for you, though. Good for you. Did you win any championships in Orbru, or you missed it by like one year? I think I missed it by like one year. So, so when I switched, we only, I mean, we played the championship every year, but we didn't win it. So I have a couple of silver medals that are, I have, like, put in the closet somewhere. Because I'm like, these damn hey, silver se- medals. We've talked about this before on the show. Me and Andre, yeah. probably the least, the most amount of silver medals you can find on the podcast. Yeah. We have four <laughs> How many do you guys have? I've got two, I think. I got two. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. That's good. That's good. We and feel I have your pain. Like four or five. <laughs> so it's, it's a lot, but I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Did you have any really, really, really painful uh, championship losses? Um. Oh. Damn, I think every year just gets, like, more painful. I think these this last one, we really, we really had come together as a team. And I really felt that every single person on the field was good enough and a really good player. And I really thought we would have it last year, last season. So that one was a little extra painful. Did you know that last year would be your last in Urbru? Or you weren't um, thinking about playing abroad? 
I think I had that thought for like the entire season, or, like the entire year last year. Um, I wanted to get out of Sweden and play somewhere else. And one of the first places was Spain. So basically I had Spain and Germany in my thoughts for like the entire year. And I was thinking of, oh, maybe go to Spain, play a little football, because I know there are really good athletes there and I know I could learn a lot over there. Uh, maybe Italy. So I just, I was thinking about it. I was messaging with some people, but I hadn't really like any plans. I just knew I wanted to get out of Sweden, Sweden and just play somewhere else, somewhere new, um, get out of my head for a little while. Then San Diego came out of nowhere. Yes. So I was almost, I had almost decided to play in Spain. San Diego Rebellion contacted me and was like, hey, do you want to come over and play here? And at first I was like, oh, that's really far. I don't know. I'm not sure of it. But then I had a meeting with him and one of the owners for the team. And what they were saying was really, sounded really good. So I basically packed my bags, got all documents and everything that I needed and came over here. Did, what did you know about the team and the league that they're in before you uh, got contacted by the coach? I mean, I knew the league and the team existed. I didn't really, like, I didn't follow them on Instagram or any social media. I I was, like, looking through through some of it sometimes when it popped up in my feed. But I didn't really know much. I just knew that there was two leagues and that there is a team in San Diego. But I had no no idea what what it actually was and that they were so successful and all that there is with the team and with the league. Is it a big league? Because I know football in the States is big. Yeah, it's really big. Um, I mean, I think there's like 20-something if I'm not mistaken, 20-something teams in our league. Um, and then I think... You cut out again. Really fact-checked if there's like really that many teams or if Let's there's, see, just, I, there's just... I, I have the website up here. Let's see. There's Oh, you have? There's Alabama, Atlanta... Denver, Florida, Houston, Kansas City, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, Mississippi, Oregon, Philly, Phoenix, San Diego, Seattle, Texas, Utah, and Washington. How many is that? I think it's around 20. 17, I think. Okay, <laughs> close enough. <laughs> if I did my finger counting right. <laughs> Coming from Sweden where you had three teams in your division, I think. Yeah, three teams. It's, uh, I mean, it's an uh, upgrade. It really definitely. is. It's definitely an upgrade, you know. Because now we're actually going to play against 
a lot of other teams and it's not going to be the same two teams every time that you're preparing for and that you know and you know all the players. Uh, for me, it's going to be like a little surprise, honestly, for every team yeah. that we meet. Yeah, I'm guessing you don't really know much about any of these players right now. No, outside, not really. Outside of maybe your week one opponent. Right. <laughs> I mean, I watch film and stuff, but it's not the same as having played against them the year before or something like that. So Growing up with those people. Right, exactly. So it's definitely something new, but everyone on the team are so excited for us to be here. They're asking so much about Sweden, and I feel like a representative of the Swedish culture, <laughs> almost. Um, no, it's fun. They ask very stupid questions sometimes. <laughs> They're like, what you kind guys of food, eat food do you have over there? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, guys, we have normal food over here. <laughs> it's not... They think no, we'll fun. only eat Ikea food. Yeah, right. <laughs> some people can some people, some people can in the US can barely imagine that we have electricity over here. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, so I feel as a European and as a Swede, I have to bully them about not using the metric system and all of that stuff. I'm like, miles per hour, what is that? <laughs> Pounds? I don't understand pounds. <laughs> so it's fun. So how many weeks have you been in San Diego now? Um, I think it's almost two weeks now. I came almost. on a Thursday, so yeah, almost two weeks. Okay, so not too long yet. How, how, what do you think about San Diego so far? It is beautiful. I mean, it's still kind of like winter over here, so it's a little bit chilly. Not as in Sweden, but it's a little bit chilly. It has been raining a lot, but it's definitely warmer than Sweden, and it's very beautiful. Everything is like palm trees everywhere. I'm like, I'm on vacation. What is this? Um, I don't know. It just feels so unreal, but real at the same time, because I'm basically living here, but I'm not really. So, yeah, I'm just trying to like, let it sink in and just flow with it basically no i i think san diego is probably in the top three of cities i've ever visited it's yeah. one of my absolute favorites in the u.s it's as you say it's beautiful i think i was there a few days in april like four years ago or five yeah, years yeah. ago maybe not it's absolutely beautiful. The people right, are right. so chill, and yeah, they it's really just, are. Everything's just perfect about that place. I feel. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I'm like looking around all the time, and it's it's so beautiful. Like I don't I don't have any words for it. It's just beautiful. It's so chill. Everyone's so nice. Are you in shock about the amount of people compared to? Stockholm? Um, oh, I mean, not, not really. I don't feel like there's that many people, <laughs> to be honest. Um, 
I think there's I more know. people in San Diego than Titan. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean. No, no. Yeah. San Diego. San Diego is slightly more than Stockholm, I think. Yeah. So it's, it's not. The, no. Now, now Los Maybe. Angeles, a bit north. Now that's a different animal. Yes. I've heard. Everyone in the team complains about LA so much. They're like, the traffic there is. <laughs> so bad like, yeah we're going up there for a game good luck to us but no, I I'm just excited about the traffic in Gothenburg yeah, yeah. <laughs> no LA is absolutely infamous for their terrible traffic because they have yeah. essentially zero forms of public effective public transportation there so everyone is, gets in their car so in, in rush hour it's insane Yeah, that's one thing that really bothers me. Like, you you really have to have a car to get around here. Um, and in Stockholm, like, I'm used to taking the train or the bus and whatever, because that's close and that's how you get around in the city. But here, you really need to have a car. Otherwise, you're, like, stuck wherever you are. Yeah, I, I can't drive in Stockholm. It's impossible. Yeah. The streets are so narrow. Right. But in, like, as a practice, what's the biggest difference between the practice in Örebro and the San Diego team? I think there's more structure here and more discipline. It's like if the coach says something, then you say, yes, coach or coach. And if we, if we don't jog off the field when we have like a water break, we have to run gassers and... We have like conditioning parts of the practice. It's very American, like what you would imagine the American practice to be. It's very like they have a strict schedule. We have to follow it. Um, if we, if we're sluggish or, or if we're not like fast enough, everyone up on the line, run gassers. Um, I think it's very fun. It's very extra like more stuff to do and more stuff to think of and really like be disciplined be a football player um and I like running so for me it's not <laughs> I'm not like oh no fuck we have to run gassers now yeah. <laughs> we can run <laughs> um tell that to, tell that to the lineman yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's good for all of us <laughs> conditioning you hear their knees buckle when they run <laughs> I'm included. <laughs> Do you play line? Yes. Not by choice. Damn. Not by choice. Osaid yeah. likes to think of himself in his imagination as a 6'6 quarterback just tossing bombs, but he's, oh. he's not quite there. Because I know I'm an athletic freak. Like, I'm a freak of nature. <laughs> athletic. Freak. Yeah. Coach can't see it. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, maybe in the future. Who knows? Yeah, I'm still hoping to grow. Like, I see potential. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. I believe in you. Okay, serious question. How bad do you think your San Diego team will kill your former Arabru team? Oh. Hmm. I have to think about that one. I mean, the athletes in Sweden are beasts like they are so strong and fast um 
but I mean, we would probably low key, high key, low key kill them a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> like, give us a final that. score. <laughs> oh, shit. With the mercy rule. Oh. Oh, that's hard. Shit. Um. I still think it would be maybe no, I think Ira would be able to make a couple points a little bit more, maybe. Maybe uh we are not on... part of Orobru anymore. <laughs> Depending on which players they put on the field. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but I, I mean it's it's so different here, the coaching and all of it, so it would make sense for an US team to like basically kill a Swedish team, but I can't lie and say that the Swedish players are, they're good. They are good. They're really athletic and they're beasts, all of them. They're so strong. I like look over at the line in Odebru and I'm like, these girls are beasts. Like they are so big and so strong and it's crazy. So in, in San Diego, what's the roster size and how many coaches do you have? So this year, we're like around 50-something players, which is... Do you, know, do, you know what the, do you know what the roster limit is for the WNFC? Um, I have no idea, <laughs> to be okay. honest. I have no idea, but we're around like 50 players. They're expecting us to become a little less, like around 40 maybe, because there's a lot of new players and rookies. And we'll see if they... If they'll stick around or if they decide to quit and think that it's not for them. But right now on the roster list, we're around like 50 something players. And the coaches are like, I think there's like 10 of them or something. Yeah. So, so it's like a full coaching staff with a head coach coordinators, yeah, yeah, each exactly. position. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a, it's a legit pro league. So I think. It's like normal size. Yeah, I mean, players. last year they were around 30 or something. So it's definitely, we're a lot more this year. But still, it's much more than in Sweden, where some teams are like 12 players. Um, so it's, yeah, it's a, hu- a huge difference. It, it really is. But you know, the Brew, you guys were a big roster. Yeah, I think we were around like 30 something maybe. That's more than our men's team probably. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's Don't hard. Don't check me, ask Andre. Uh, uh, I I think I think when we were at our worst last season, we sent a 19 man roster to play a road game in Gothenburg, I think. Oh. <laughs> that, that that was tough. Yeah, wow. Yeah, they played no huddle, so I was almost passing out. Oh wow! Yeah, that's that's a lot. Damn, I feel bad for you guys. <laughs> we are actually not terrible. Yeah. Okay. Kikwans is a small <laughs> village. No. I I hope it was good. It was good, probably. But. First, when I saw the, like, the announcement of you moving to the U.S., I thought it was, it was a college. Yeah, so many people asked me. Being sponsored. What? Because 
you are sponsored by a rear athlete or what's it called. Right. Yes. So I don't know how you were going to play college ball and being sponsored at the same time. Right. That's not, that's not, <laughs> that's not possible. That's allowed. <laughs> no, um, yeah. Many people asked if I was going to college and like study. And I mean, that would have been fun. Would have been really fun, but not really like a reality for women to play college football. I mean, some some girls have made it. Um, I know there's a Swedish girl that plays college football, I think. But yeah, it's, it's very hard to make it like that. So I'm just out here playing for a team in the US, not it's doing anything. Better. Yeah, I'm just working. I'm living the import life. I'm just working out all the time, playing football, studying the playbook. And so, yeah, that's basically how my days look. Exploring. Oh, sp speaking of the playbook, how, how much of a difference is that from what you're used to in Sweden? Um, I mean, in the Sweden, we have toss right, toss left, and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it's... I think the playbooks, the playbooks in Sweden are a bit easier because um, the names basically explain the play. And if it's like a passing play and we're running like a slant and a fade, the passing play would be named like slant fade or something um, sometimes. So it depends on like what coach you have. Some coaches like to make a more difficult playbook and some like to really make it easy for everyone but here in the u.s they're more they want us to learn the concepts so we understand what we're doing and why we're doing it and a little bit of what everyone's doing so it works better together um so i think that's the biggest difference sorry there's like an airplane flying over here <laughs> if you hear that sound in the background um, but it's more like learning the concepts here and not just learning a play and like memorizing a play. So I think that's more of the difference. Yeah, I, I, I actually think that's a, a great approach to do your very best to teach everyone concepts because exactly. if everyone understands the concept, it'll, one, be easier to move players around to different exactly. spots if you need and two it'll be easier for a player to learn a different playbook because you already understand the concepts so exactly. you, if you can just get used to new terminology you should be able to right. use the same concepts regardless yeah no well, here basically we have slants verts it's not that complicated for playbooks until coaches start playing triple options and stuff like that. Then, or what's called RPOs. Yeah. Those give me a headache. <laughs> I mean, maybe for the line players um, a little bit, because much to do with what the receivers do or anything, but just learning the concepts like makes you understand, okay, I have to block this way because otherwise this receiver will get killed or this running back is going to get completely butchered. But the main problem in RPOs is 
if the lineman runs too far downfield. Yeah. If the quarterback takes his sweet time throwing the ball. Sweet time. Well, that's kind of on the quarterback then. If if you design <laughs> if you design a run play and the quarterback takes his sweet time and throws the ball late, then it's then it's on the quarterback. <laughs> yeah, but the flag is still on the lineman. Well, yeah. obviously, but obviously. I think everyone knows whose fault it is. Yeah, I like to take care of my own line. I know you guys don't get enough credit. Credit. So. Did Did you buy gifts for your lineman like Brady did? I mean, there was a tradition in Örebro um, where we gave a cake to the O line. That's sweet. For like. <laughs> I think it was like a running back tradition over there for protecting us running backs. That was cute. That's pretty cool. I know when we we won the championship, when we won the championship, the running back gave like the prize candy to the lineman. It was the running back. Oh, the the U19 final two years ago? Anton gave away that candy, I think. Yeah, we. I, I was the OC for that team and we had probably one of the biggest rushing outputs ever that season and the running back got the MVP of the game but it was really the linemen who did one hell of a job there that's good us running backs know that you guys on the line are really putting yourselves out there so we appreciate it we really do and I think we try to show that love and appreciation as often as we can maybe not too often but yeah often enough (laughs) we try yeah we try like once a year maybe (laughs) if you guys are lucky they're blocking for you the whole season and it's one cake is enough (laughs) (laughs) i have to do better i have to do better now i know (laughs) i'm actually not an offensive lineman so oh i'm here to be judgy (laughs) <laughs> just taking their picking sides here. Yeah, yeah. You guys, you the running backs get all the glory. <laughs> Maybe a little, but it's thanks to you guys. So I mean, or those guys, not you, but <laughs> the other guys. <laughs> so you will not be playing this year in Sweden. It's like the no, seasons like hit each other. Yeah, I think they start at the same the same time, the same weekend, maybe. I know the men's team have their first game, first games April 2nd or 3rd, and that's when we have our first game. Yeah, I, th- I think almost all of the spring series over here are going to start in April. Might be like yeah. a U17 that doesn't start until May, but I think most right. are starting in April. Yeah. So, I mean, if I could, I would play both seasons, both teams, but because the seasons overlap each other, it's not possible. Would maybe, maybe you'll have to try to find some uh, fall league if you feel like playing more this yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Maybe. I still don't understand how people can play two leagues. Yeah, that's actually crazy. 
Like Alpha Jalo played four different leagues in one year. Wow. <laughs> oh. I mean, he said that himself, that that might be some sort of record. Like he, he played one game in Spain, one game in Sweden, an entire ELF season and in Romania. Like he was wow. all over the place. Wow, that's crazy. I don't think he remembers all of his teammates' name. <laughs> <laughs> Just dropped in, dropped out. He can barely remember the coaches' names. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's what happens. Four seasons. That's crazy. Uh, so, Melina, do you know right now if you're going to be playing more offense or more defense with the Rebellion? Um, right now, I think the focus is offense. Um, but everyone in the team practice both offense and defense. So we'll see. I mean, we're a small group of DBs right now, but it's a, it's a good group. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Maybe I'll have to play some DB as well, but the focus is running back. And how do you feel about that? I mean, it feels good. I get to play football. That's, I'm just happy to be the coach. I was like, if you need me as a receiver or D alignment, like whatever, I. <laughs> like, Do you return yeah, kicks or punts? Yes. So I will probably play returner as well. Um, our kicker wants me on kickoff. So. Why? I think so. <laughs> she saw like one of my highlights. Um, when I played kickoff, and she was like, I want you on my kickoff team. <laughs> okay, if you don't play yeah. defense, that's cool. Yeah, I mean. But if you're starting at defense and playing kickoff, then. Maybe some place. Yeah, I mean. I think because you're in if eports, I, if you, I you ha- you're allowed to say no to a couple of stuff. Yeah. What'd you say? Game, I will do it. <laughs> I, think, I think it's just fine. We'll see how much. I, I, I think that's it. the kind of attitude that I think that's the kind of attitude that coaches are looking for in their players. Someone who'll say, "I'll play any position you need me to. I'll play all game if I have to." I said that to Josh. He told me only playing lineman. Yeah. I mean, they've got ha- hail in San Diego. Yes. I'm going inside. Good luck practicing tomorrow. Do you guys have practice every day? So now we probably don't have any Do- annoying background noise as well. Yeah, it sounds better now. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys practice every day? Um, no. We have practices twice a week right now, and we have one like Zoom, Zoom like theory and playbook and film session. But then, the closer we get to the season, we're gonna have more and more practices. Okay, so they're gonna sort of ramp it up as the season gets closer. Right. So it's more like an ELF style than an NFL style team. 
Yeah, you could say that. That's actually I mean, awesome. Here, you can live life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people here have jobs um, and stuff like that, families. So it would be hard. It would be hard to have practice every day. I mean, I would do it, but I'm just here to play. People have their lives here. Yeah, and you only have to do it like half, like for a season, not for the whole year. Exactly, exactly. What's the biggest difference playing in the U.S. compared to Sweden? Or you haven't played any games yet, but like in practice and. Yeah, I mean, I've we've had like two practices for now, um, so I I don't really. I don't really know. Like it feels the same. It's just like practices are much longer, more disciplined, um, and all of that. I mean, the level is higher. It really is. Like we have some high school and college coaches coaching our on our team. So, just by that, you know, the quality is going to be much higher. So the game is faster. Yeah, we have a lot of fast players on the team. I honestly thought that I would be way behind when I came here. I was like, these people are going to be freaks and I'm going to be so behind and I'm going to have to like catch up on everything. But it didn't really feel like that. I feel like I'm up to speed with most of it, which I'm very happy about. But yeah, they are they're crazy over here. You said the practices were longer. How long are the are your uh, practices um i mean our sunday practices are like three three hours sometimes a little bit longer and on thursdays practice is around like two hours maybe more um okay so yeah it's yeah, hours i mean some practices what were you gonna say what why why do you practice three hours <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> but <laughs> It's like it's almost like a mini camp, like three hour practice. Um, but it didn't feel like three hours. I mean, it went very fast because they have like a tight schedule and we're always on the move and we're always like rotating and not doing the same stuff. So, don't you get a lunch break in between? <laughs> no, we have like a little snack break, but <laughs> not really lunch. But like, but like, g games last around three hours. So why why not have a practice that's three hours? Right. right. But you have a game once a week, and you motivate it. Practice, you don't you're you're not as hyped. I mean, I'm always hyped on practice. <laughs> I'm just I love to work out. So for me, it's just like awesome. I'm just. I'm just looking forward to practices every week and uh, yeah I don't like everyone's just hyped for the games right now they're just like because they won their conference last year and they went to the championship unfortunately lost it but this year they're really we're really like putting ourselves out there and working twice as hard for the championship and now you're there there to help. Exactly. <laughs> I actually wish you the best because I'm getting a silver medal in the US also 
will break you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would literally I mean, feel bad for you. Yeah. I mean, I'm just so excited. I, I, I can't, I can't explain, like, I can't explain my feelings because they're all over the place. Um, I mean, some troubles before coming here was, like, insurance and stuff and, like, thinking about, like, what would I do if I get hurt and stuff like that. And because all the systems here are different from Sweden and from Europe. Yeah, I don't know how the system works. Like, are you on a work visa? Um, no, I actually have a ESTA. So, it's, so I can be in the country for like 90 days um, for like two years. So 90 days at a time for two years. Um, because the visa like waiting thing was very long so i wouldn't have time to get it before season starts and stuff so i just got an ESTA. so you will only be able to be there for 90 days exactly so i go home for like a week and then i come back oh okay okay i was like wait wait, but the season is not going to be over in 90 days right (laughs) yeah many were like what so you're just going to practice with them? I was like, no, I'm, I, I'll come back. I'll be back. Um, and it's good timing because I have to get home um, for other things, other business in Sweden for a week. So it was just good timing anyways. And you can probably play a game for Urubru. Let's go. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> okay. Before we wrap up here, we have a few questions that we like to ask all of our guests. Yes. We hope you have some good answers for us. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. So the first one is, what is your favorite football concept? So this can basically be anything, a a passing concept, a run play, a a coverage, a blitz, anything. Oh, wow. I love a good power. Power. Yeah. Yeah. A good power play. I mean, I, 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 I kind of agree. A well-blocked power is one of the most beautiful things in football. Yeah. And it's fun. Like, it, it feels fast, but it's not really fast. And you get to read, and you just follow your O-line. And, yeah, I like it. Now to the second question. Uh, yeah. what, which uniform is your favorite football uniform? Like of all time, of every team in the entire yeah, yeah. world? Anywhere. <laughs> yes. Anywhere, anytime. Oh. San Diego Rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> you have to give one I'm more sorry. answer. That was the most biased answer I've ever heard. <laughs> Damn. Oh. Come on. Urubru had better uniforms than the San Diego. <laughs> what? I have to be biased. It's my new team. Um, <laughs> LA Chargers kind of have cute uniforms, I think. Okay, I'll give you that one. Yeah. Wait, they have really nice uniforms, San Diego, actually. They're rebellious. Yeah. <laughs> 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 You're just bullying without knowing. <laughs> no, I thought they were basic. I saw like another picture now with that like camo pants thing. Yeah. <clears throat> Okay, now to the 
Try not to be biased on those two questions, please. Okay. <laughs> Which position in football requires requires the least amount of skill? The least? Yeah. Like you can bring a guy from the street oh. and he will do an okay job. Wow, that's a hard one. Because I really think that like every position has their own skill that is very very difficult and very different. I would say like in a peewee team, maybe a safety. Because all you have to like, mostly they were like, oh, back paddle a little bit and then attack the play. <laughs> but in like a older team, I don't know. That's a hard question, man. Let's say safety. I don't know, safety. Okay, now to the other question. What positions requires the most amount of skill? Mm. These are actually hard questions. What? <laughs> we usually have a unanimous answer with all like the guests. <laughs> Do I? I mean, maybe like QB, if you but say I think QB has a lot of things to think about. I mean, the running back just has to run after. And you have or to like block run catch where, walls. I don't know. Yeah, but I think QB. QB maybe. Or like DB. QB or defensive back. <laughs> Defense's back has been the unanimous answer, probably. Uh, we, we had, yeah, we had very a, uh, it's very technical. We, we, had a, we had a quarterback on who said the uh, offensive line. I thought that was a very smart answer of him. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to get killed. I mean, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We'd like to thank you a lot for joining us, Milena. It's been fun. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. And we'd like to thank everyone for listening. You can find us on Spotify or Anchor. Or Apple Bye-bye.